0: We've got Jocelyn Davis, our game Leave It to Clever, and the Hilly app today on It's Complicated.
1: You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts
2: Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, coming to you live from the Afterbuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California.
0: Hello everyone, this episode of It's Complicated is brought to you by Tatum Verbatim, a new podcast from Great Love Media hosted by our good friend, Academy Award winner, Tatum O'Neill. Join this legendary show, business icon, for a wild ride. She tells some tales, guys, dishes a little dirt, and talks about her passions, obsessions, and questions. Tatum Verbatim, helpful, hopeful. And a hell of a lot of fun. Subscribe now on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, take a listen to that. It's awesome. And welcome back to another episode of It's Complicated.
2: The struggle is real
1: when you're
0: dating in the city, guys. It's real. So true. I'm Lauren. I'm Christina, and we have Christina stepping in today. Thank you so much for coming in. We've actually had Christina on our show before. We've got her in here tonight, and we also have a little drink of the day. Christina is having just le She's on a little detox. Th-
1: 365 days now. What, what day are you on? Oh, I'm almost at six months. Shut six months the front like October door.
0: 17th. Okay. Well, I'm having our drink, and we are calling this drink of the day today a uh, clever cattail. Yes, clever cocktail, guys, because it is made of key lime. This is a new LaCroix flavor, if you guys all didn't know. Key lime LaCroix and vodka, which is our favorite mixer. And it's really good for a big night out or a girls' night out because we hydrate while we dehydrate. So it's a really clever cocktail. Like, you're just you're keeping it clean you're drinking water and vodka at the same time lessens the hangover and if you have enough of them you're going to boomerang yourself doing body rolls like our guest jocelyn davis we're going to get her in here and talk to her about all that um and this is a really fun drink i'm going to take a little sip because mm -hmm,
1: it's so good without the alcohol too
0: I mean, the key lime is really good, but with the vodka, it's also really good. Let's be real. <laughs> um, okay, guys. So today we are really excited to get our guest Jocelyn Davis in the studio because we love Clever TV and Jocelyn is like the mastermind behind Clever TV. So she is an on-air host and producer of Clever TV as well as an executive producer of Clever Media. You may have seen Jocelyn hosting and reporting for shows on the Project Runway website, Designing Spaces, Think Green on HTV, Teen.com, California Adventure TV, and Australia's top national morning show, Sunrise. That sounds amazing, Um, but you probably know her best from The Amazing Race in 2016 where she and her fellow Clever TV host Erin Robinson were
1: competitors. We're going to talk to her about that. And her breakthrough into success came from co-hosting the web series, Beauty Break, on Clever Style with Friends. As on as on 2017, Clever Style has accumulated over 2 million subscribers, yeah. largely part to Beauty Break and its two spin spin-offs, Lunchy Break and Beauty Trip. And yeah, you guys, game. it's so funny. They're so funny. They're just
0: like little short segments. Like, Clever TV does a lot of... Um, like celebrity info, entertainment news, gossip, things like that. But then they also like really sort of let you into the eyes of the hosts and like sort of like the vlogging eyes. Like you're in there with them. Like you can see Jocelyn like doing everyday things. Like behind the scenes, it's so fun. Um, And Jocelyn also, when it comes to celebrities, has interviewed like Robert Pattinson, Ian um, Justin Bieber. Like she's interviewed the All-American Rejects. Like she's on the red carpet doing it and she was just recently with Shania Twain, like I feel like
1: they're BFFs now. we need to also ask her about that. And she's a California girl. Yeah. she's super smart too. She grew up right here in Los Angeles. She completed internships in media world, while attending the University of California Irvine, where she graduated with a bachelor's in English and a minor in Spanish. She went and spent a semester abroad um, overseas at Carlos III University in Madrid, Spain. Yeah. Jocelyn also volunteers in her spare time for her favorite nonprofit organization, Music Saves Lives. I love a person who gets back. I mean, yeah. And, like, how does she have time? We're going to, like, a body roll
0: for that one. Mm-hmm. I, Jocelyn, we're going to get her an maker body roll because she does that on all of her social media. Uh outlets it's like amazing and fun and she's like so lighthearted and like natural and i think that's why people relate to her and to clever tv because it's just so it feels real even though sometimes they're talking about celebrities or whatever they like they try different funny foods and like you get to go along with them everywhere they go they go to like coachella they go anyway it's just so much fun and if you guys don't know it look it up but um there's like two million subscribers or something like that so it's pretty awesome. Um, We are excited to get Jocelyn into the studio. We are going to talk to her about growing up and dating in L.A., how she landed her dream job where she gets paid to be herself, and how she uses her amazing race skills to navigate through her relationship and her super busy life. All very valid information, and we might even talk to her about some crystals. We have some crystals here. Christina brought in some crystals. I
1: always have my crystals. I like,
0: and I grabbed this one, and this one is What?
1: That one, so I don't exactly know what that crystal is, but I know it means new beginnings and hope. So I picked it up and I had to keep it with me.
0: I Now I'm like, why did I pick that up? Because I want new beginnings and hope. <laughs> well, it's
1: interesting. That's the one you chose. That's so the one I So you want ready for new I beginnings.
0: I think so, I am. Mm, I think I'm starting mm. some new beginnings. And also, guess what just happened? I just had a birthday. Mm. Maybe it's like the new beginning of my new year into the new year Oh my God, that's me.
1: amazing.
0: I Happy think, birthday, babe. I think that's, thank you. I think that's maybe why I picked that. So we are going to fill you in on what we've been up to over the last week. We're going to air our dirty laundry. I had a birthday party. My boyfriend's daughter had a birthday party. She Her birthday's the day before mine, so it was like birthday party central. Um, I was very tired by the time it was my birthday because of all of the things... Like, so many parties, and there's only so much partying you can do, and also I'm, like, in my mid-30s, and so 12 o'clock rolled around, and I was like, gotta go, and my boyfriend was like, no, you cannot do that, you have to stay longer. I, like, for the last hour at the bar, I was like, I'm gonna do it. It was really hard, and the drinks were always, like, a tiki bar, so the drinks were all really, like, tropical, and, like... A lot, and I normally don't drink drinks like that, so it was, like, hard to drink, kind of. They were great, but it was, like, how many of those, like, fruity, crazy drinks can you drink, you know?
1: Yeah, you just get tired.
0: I know, and I got tired, but it was really fun, and it was so great to be, like, around all my family and friends, and I had a great time. What have you been up to? What's going on?
1: Oh, so much. Um, First off, Underground Unattached, uh, the the dating company that I started three years ago, we pivoted. This summer, we were accepted into a startup accelerator program. Awesome. And we began a pre-beta last Wednesday with an improv workshop in Venice. And then last night, we did a meditation meets the Beatles so we've discovered that people prefer to meet their significant other in real life doing the things that they love to do. So we're building a platform for that.
0: I love it. I, it feels so much more organic that way. Like you're going to do this thing that you want to do. And also everyone there happens to be single. So if you meet somebody you like, amazing. Exactly. It takes the pressure off such a totally, great idea. Yeah. I love it. I'm totally into it. Um okay guys, we need to talk. We are going to quickly discuss uh consult by Jenna has asked us a question and we're going to answer her very quickly. Um she asks any insight on long distance relationship and what makes them work. Well, I think I'm just going to say this really briefly. Like you have to make you have to treat a long distance relationship like any relationship with respect, with communication, with honesty, Sometimes you may need to pay more attention to those specific things, but they have to exist in any relationship. And I think for sure it's, it's delicate, but it's the same, in my opinion, it's the same as any other relationship. You don't, you're not like more or less committed. Like you're not more or less honest. You just, I think maybe you might have to pay a little more attention to communication.
1: Oh, totally. So much more attention to communication. I also think that like, you know, a long distance relationship isn't really a relationship. It's the promise of a relationship. Mm. And two people have to really state their intentions and be and have the same exact attention and then nearly play a game to keep this relationship alive until we can actually be together in the same location. So making up rituals to do with each other while you're far, like get on a video chat. FaceTime and and have a
0: glass of wine or something. Yes, that.
1: Play a game together.
0: Oh, I like it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I mean, it's basically... Be creative. Exactly. Be creative. Pay attention to communication. And really quick, we're going to pack up our emotional baggage and meet our favorite celebrities in baggage claim. We need to talk about Harvey Weinstein for a second because, mm. oh my God. So he basically got uh, kicked out of his own company. That fucking sucks. Like, hi, this is my company. And everyone's like, gotta go. Now your brother is running the show because, what is it, like eight women or something have said that he is you know uh basically sexually harass them i think yes. it was eight women uh-huh. um and you know he has you said you have heard some reports that he said like that's just how i that's how we like did mad men days yeah. yeah
1: mad men days that's how i grew up in the 60s 70s and that's how that was acceptable we walked into the workplace and you were able to do those things and so now he's doing what generally any typical politician or public figure does is you step back. I mean, come on. Did he really get kicked out of his, his company? So I imagine that he stepped back. Yeah. And then he said, I'm going to probably, I need to go reflect on what I did, mm-hmm. go through a spiritual journey. He'll step back and then he will come back into the light within like, you know, six months to a year. And then when the smoke being.
0: clears, it'll be like, oh, here he is again. And like, no harm, no foul. Yes, which kind of exactly. sucks. Um, and also, guys, uh Jeremy Meeks. Do you know who he is? Do you know who he is, Christina? I Googled him before the show, and he has these beautiful
1: blue eyes. I had to Google him,
0: too, because you guys remember the convict that got all the attention because he had a really hot mugshot. He's like mocha skin, crystal blue eye, mm-hmm. apparently is divorcing his wife and dating uh Chloe Green. A billionaire. Billionaire. So. She's like the top shop heiress. And so it's like it's a little disconcerting. Do we
1: know what he went to um, jail for? I don't know. Uh, well, he got rich then, so now he, he, he's dating a billionaire. He's so getting whatever. attention because he's
0: good-looking, which I think is quite shallow, and he's a convict, so mm-hmm. awesome. And also, uh, speaking of a rich kid, um, Nicole Richie's sister, so, what's her name, Sophie, Sophia Richie, uh-huh. she is dating uh, Scott Disick, who is like twice her age?
1: Yeah. It's I don't know how not twice her
0: age, but he's a lot older than her.
1: And Lionel is terrified. Yeah, he like literally was I'm quoted I'm terrified yeah, for her too. Yeah, he, and he said that. He's like I'm terrified.
0: I don't like this. Um and yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's he's a little off put because like Scott has three kids, which, whatever, okay, fine, but, like, she's so young, and she's a teenager
1: still. Isn't she, like, 19 or something? I don't even know, and... Everyone has to make their own mistakes, right? Isn't that what they say? You guys... Every person's brought to you for a specific message or a specific reason, so... And maybe
0: he's there to teach her a lesson, like, don't date me. (laughs) How about that? Um and you guys this week in reality TV event, okay the New Jersey Housewife started and I'm like need to catch up but oh my god like I cannot even believe like they're all back together and the other Danielle Staub girl that was on from the very beginning is now back again and like friends with Teresa and they were like the worst enemies ever I can't wait to see what happens with that and we always talk about Dancing with the Stars it's actually just finished airing and I don't know what happened and I'm dying but we will report next week because we love Nick and Vanessa because we talk about like their relationship goals like we think they're so So cute that they're like husband and wife, dancing with a husband and wife, and like cheering each other on, but they're also like healthily competitive with each other, and we Mm. sort of think it's like fun. So I hope they did well tonight, and we are going to talk about a dating app, guys. Now, Christina does some dating like app-ish type things. You're sort of moving into that. And we like to bring you different dating apps every week to see, you know, there's so many out there and some of them are really specific and it might work for you if you're not just like a Tinder Bumble person. This one is called Hilly. Okay. So basically it's a machine that serves up like recommendations and matches for you. So it's not – it's kind of like taking the emotion out of it, and it's making more like an equation. It's like you guys have these things in common, and it like – the machine computes it and then like matches you together. Obviously, like we say with every app, you can't make the chemistry happen. That's up to you. But, I mean, if you're just looking for like a formulaic, like we like these same fundamental things, like one plus one equals two, like this is what
1: it's trying to do. Um, I'm so interested to see how it works out because, you know, I was – consulting a dating app that was going to do something similar and we I, I i think they just stepped away from it um but it's matching people based upon interests is right. generally what they're saying to do where should you match people based upon interests, or should you match them based upon values Ooh. like like do you want to date somebody who loves michael jackson as much as you do yeah, I mean, that might be a
0: little weird. You know, like, those couples that are, like, obsessed with Disneyland? Yeah. You know, like, why? I mean, it's okay. And Disneyland's, like, the happiest place yeah. on earth. But also, like, that's a little weird that you have, like, Winnie the Pooh tattooed yeah, on Yeah, but your... we're all
1: looking for something different. So something okay. new... Okay, that could be you. Okay, I'm not
0: trying to bag on it. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. yes, I get what you're saying. Like, those are kind mm-hmm. of, like, ancillary things that, like, might be a fun subject to talk about every now and then. But, like, at the end of the day, is it really, like, a foundation that you're going to build a relationship on? We're obsessed with... You know, Silver Spoons, the TV show? Like, no. Yeah, it but
1: somebody is going to get lucky, and they're going to at least have one married couple from that app.
0: Right. And I think that basically what it's doing for you, it's like
1: if you go
0: on to – I think it's Plenty of Fish now has revamped their app, and they have a bunch of different – it's like a really intense questionnaire, which is great. Like, I think you should answer – I think also um, – not Match.com, but the other one. Okay, keep it. No, um, the other one like match.com where you have to pay eHarmony. E-Harmony. Mm-hmm. They also make you fill out this question. Questionnaire. And people say that's really, really like it works. Cause I think they do ask questions about value and things like that. This is saying it's not really leaving it up to you so that you don't get confused in the process. Like, oh my God, wait, he likes Michael Jackson too. Like that might throw you. Like it's doing it for you. It's going to like trust it. Fill the things out, put your things in. It'll match you based on. I'm assuming it's likes, maybe values, too. I don't really know what goes into it. And then, boom.
1: Well, Husband, I'm going to download it. And okay. I'm going to check it out. You have to do it for research, and yet, Christina. Yeah, totally I do. Yeah. I think you Let's do. See what this is all about. I mean, it's
0: really important. AI
1: might be predicting the future of compatibility.
0: You might be. And I kind of like it. And we're going to get Jocelyn in here really soon, guys. And we're going to talk to her. I wonder if she has ever been on a dating app.
1: Ooh, we ask our see. guests that a lot
0: because we're like, um... You know, we want to know what they've been doing. We had, oh my God, we had a guy on our show who was the, uh he was the creator of the Anywhere app and he, so that it's like, it checks you into a location and then once you're there, if you check into the app, it tells you who else is on the app and you could like wink and wave at each other in the area. And then your art, their goal mm-hmm. is to like get you off of an app basically, which sounds like not like it makes sense if you're an app, but their point is, is to like meet in person and you know how hard that is on a dating app. It like never happens. Is that happen?
1: It's similar to happen. It's
0: similar to happen, but okay. it, I think there's a couple of different things and they're all, they're also in like the developmental stages. So things are changing constantly,
1: uh-huh. but
0: he, we're like, have you been on dating apps? And he's like, yeah, I have. And we're like, oh, and he's in a relationship and we're like, what, well, how'd you meet your girlfriend? He's like on Tinder. <laughs> We
1: were like, "Shut the fuck up!" Well, fun he fact, met his girlfriend that's, on Tinder—that's amazing. So, fun fact: I've been actually kicked off of Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, and Happen. Huh? Yeah, sorry, I was drinking <laughs> yes.
0: my vodka. I'm sorry, Christina. What I
1: of, of them? Because when we when I first started Underground and Attached, I would use each of these apps to communicate to men that we're providing an alternative, and. Oh While my many God. men joined us from those dating apps, it also got some men mad because they felt like I had rejected them. Right. Like they just stepped on, the match with me, and all of a sudden, I don't want to date them. I want to... You know, invite oh, yes, them yes. yes, yes. To and come so they were like they, No, but they wanted to date you. And they wanted to date me, or they thought it was fake, or that I was selling them so, something. Right, right. And yeah, then they felt, reasons, oh my God, and you yeah. got kicked
0: off the apps. I yeah. love it. You're I'm such, still
1: working to try to get back on them. You
0: are such a fucking rebel. <laughs> I love it so much. You probably like were rubbing your crystal and being like, I'm going <laughs> to fuck you over. No, I'm kidding. I love it. It's so funny. Um, okay, guys, we have Jocelyn here. Yay! Thank you so much for coming. Put your microphone up by your cute little mouse so we all can on. hear you oh, talking yourself up, girl.
2: Ooh, I'm official. I'm here. Do you
0: feel like Britney Spears with that microphone on?
2: Honestly, I sometimes want to request to wear these microphones Just exclusively so that I can feel like Britney at all times. All times. That's the goal for all of us. I mean, I would
0: say. It's Britney right? bitch. It's yeah. Britney bitch. Um, we made you a clev- clever cocktail. I mm-hmm. still can't say it. I made it up. What's in this? It, okay, it's a key lime. Do you, I know you like La Croix. I saw you drinking one. Like, I, mean, I stalk it's you. it's the
2: most basic B thing of all time. I, I live for it. I am
0: fucking obsessed. Have you tasted the new key lime flavor? Because you're about to with the vodka. I don't think i have so key lime lacroix new flavor and the vodka because we're hydrating and dehydrating at the that's same time that's
2: so good this tastes like vacation it <laughs> does isn't it amazing <laughs> this is really good i know this is good for you
1: too right you're welcome that's yeah. why we're
0: calling it the clever curtail because <laughs> see what we did there we're oh, clever i feel so
1: much better <laughs> i mean way, this stuff is not in new york city this is such an la thing
0: it's LA? actually a midwest yeah. thing guys it's a midwest thing it literally started in the Midwest, and it was, like, the cheap, like, Shasta. Like, you know how we have Shasta here? It's, like, the cheap soda.
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: had La Croix. Well, and I, I thought it was La Croix, because
2: that's
0: what I, like I know. It's La Croix. But, but it's but La Croix. No. La Croix is fine. <laughs> Jocelyn, we don't say that. And I don't fucking care what the website says. It rhymes with whatever they say, boy. It's not. Christian LaCroix is a designer. We don't say Christian LaCroix, no. we say Christian LaCroix. Yeah. That's why it's LaCroix. I don't, in LaCroix also, it sounds cuter because you can say LaCroix tail. Oh, we can't say LaCroix everything. I know. I'm really just, I'm <laughs> super like creative. super creative, especially when it comes to making drinks. And you are super creative. So Jocelyn and I actually have known each other oh, for yeah. a really long it's time. Such a
2: rich history. I was actually oh. trying to dig up some photos. No, you were not. I would and die. I, I do have some of them. No, you By don't. By the way, definitely, because some of the viewers um, that follow me at Clever have found Many of
0: these. Of stores. our, we were like bikini models mm-hmm. for a hot tub or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah,
2: we modeled for, <laughs> I think it was like Cal Spa. Oh, yes, it was. And I just remember, like, we were both models, but I I, mean, I was like the shortest of person there. And I was oh, my God. Slipping and sliding around inside of this jacuzzi because all the other models were so tall and could fit the jacuzzi better. <laughs> Yeah,
0: wasn't there like a tall blonde girl or something? Yeah. And then there was me (laughs) and Jocelyn who were basically the same person, but like my hair was a slightly bit lighter. And then there were like, girls, oh, we're changing headsets. It's Holy it's God. live guys it's live. Oh we were um in the back like uh, we were at some house and we were in some back room like yeah. changing bikinis cuz they were like you, switch bik Anyway, it was the it was anyway, and when it was like 10 years ago probably or something. Probably.
2: We were like only like
0: 12 years old. It was weird.
2: Literally, I think I was in elementary school. <laughs> it was the weirdest. But do you know the house that we shot that whole photo shoot at was actually originally owned by the person who wrote Wizard of Oz. No. Mm -hmm. How did we not know that? We did. We definitely knew it because like there was like little panic rooms in the house and there was some sort of like maze in the backyard. And it was like borderline, super creepy, but also like so (gasps) cool. Wait, how do I not know that? Wizard of Oz is like one of my favorite movies. Also ten years ago. So Yeah
0: Maybe I did I (laughs) forgot. But I do remember it being weird and like empty
2: super weird yeah that was pretty much everything i ever did Do they pay you guys good for that i don't even remember <laughs> probably not i feel like though we have the same, same agent and i feel like yeah they got us really good jobs they sweet. did i, I was like, like yeah how much am i getting paid to do this i'm like sweet yeah and yeah and, like, and then awesome. at the time it was
0: like yeah no we had so much fun oh so now i remember like meeting you then How did you get into hosting? Were you hosting then?
2: I was. So when I was in college, I wanted to do more of the hard news route. When I graduated, I sort of decided to pivot, as they say, Mm. into more hosting, which is such a different beast. Like I didn't grow up acting or, you know, the extent of my auditions was like a dance or like cheer team audition. That was all I'd ever done. So the concept of becoming a host and needing an agent to go on auditions, was like, a different language to me. So, um, I was working then, but definitely not full time. And I got an agent and they were like, we should send you out for commercials. And then somehow I was like modeling and I was like, I don't know how all this is going on, but it was amazing because it gave me the flexibility yeah. to pursue what I really wanted to do, which was hosting. Um, and, and it's all
0: semi related. It opens you up mm-hmm. to just being comfortable in that atmosphere. Exactly. You know?
2: Cause I would have had no idea how to yeah. do an audition. Were you
1: terrified all? at first? Like,
2: to jump in front
1: of a mic and
2: no i mean i had been doing on camera for like my college news and like internships and all that kind of stuff so I was pretty comfortable and i think most people that are hosts like you guys you're so comfortable and natural this is new for me well i can't tell (laughs) i actually so comfortable to be honest
0: with you i actually don't think it's the most comfortable thing ever really I'm like, I I, I do, but I don't. Like, I also am like, it's it's weird. I mean, it's it's a weird job. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No one's
2: in here. We're just talking to each other. I know. We're like, and then
0: when you think about it too, you're like, why is this? I'm just having a conversation. Like, that's all it
2: is. It is weird. And I sometimes wonder to myself, one of the shows I work on is really just, it's a vlog show where we just some girls hanging out. Like, that is the show. And I'm always like, why do people watch this? But I love podcasts. Yes. And I feel like on my favorite podcasts, which are mostly hosted by women that are just friends, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I know more about their lives than they do. I think it's embarrassing. but no, I love that. It's real.
0: What I like about it, is it's real. Like, yeah. Clever TV basically. So we know that you were like with Clever from like mm. literally the yeah. nuts and bolts, like beginning of ev- all of the things where you were like shooting in someone's garage. Yeah, we or were something. shooting
2: in a garage in West Covina. And that was <laughs> when I first started hosting, and I was so green and really back then 10 years ago the internet was just like cat videos like there was no premium. which nothing wrong with that jocelyn hey i love a good cat video I do too. okay oh. um so yeah but th- those are the jobs i was getting and i was like this is cool this is yeah. awesome it'll be good for my reel yeah yeah and then i was kind of like hey i don't think the internet's a trend i think it's all going this way and so i just ultimately threw all my eggs in that digital basket and have been working at Clever for almost 10 years, which is crazy.
0: And so then in that process, you became in on the production side behind the camera. Like, was right. that a goal of yours or just well, happened that way?
2: I mean, it's kind of the advice I was given and definitely the advice I give people now is you have to be able to do everything. Yeah. If you want to work. Yeah. And just basically get hired so that you can do anything just to be more productive um so when I first started in digital you know we don't have like budgets now it's so much different but I mean I was like taking out the trash and doing everyone's makeup and craft service and like I had one shirt that I would wear inside out and backwards so it looked different oh like those are all true stories we worked in a garage in West Covina and then as the channel grew and this is like back in the day when like, big shows that are on TV would never have covered, like, teenagers, like like a Justin Bieber or a Miley Cyrus yeah. or the Jonas Brothers, and that's where we really found our niche because all the young people were on this thing called YouTube that all the parents were like, what's that? Yeah. There was, like, no ads on YouTube. It was such a different landscape. It was like the and Wild Wild West, and you mean, got it is, in it. It, yeah. it is. That's yeah. how I always describe it. Like, we're, like, pioneer yeah. women or something totally. out in the Wild West, but it's been so cool, and I love being involved on the producing side. Cause yeah. like that, you guys know that's where the real creativity comes into play. That's where the hard work happens. Yeah. And that's also where like the success or maybe failure happens too. But that's but all, all part, part of the of it. journey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And so you guys like started clever TV was, is really kind of known for like entertainment based news. Um, you guys talk about celebrities, you talk about things like that. And then you started having shows on the channel where you guys were like, Doing it was weird like doing weird shit, like <laughs> eating foods yeah. and like going on. And it was all about you, the mm-hmm. host. And so to go from this celebrity-based thing to mm-hmm. the more like real life, and your channel grew like what do you yeah think?
2: it's been so interesting so like traditionally what we've built the business on and what we've been super successful at is entertainment news on youtube and so you know we're very similar to what you would see on tv but for a different audience a millennial audience um so that's my background is like interviewing celebrities and doing stuff like this and, and being a host um but we started seeing a lot of success in some of our personality content we were like oh my gosh do people like like us, for ourselves. This is wild. And it really just opened up a whole new platform for us at Clever where we started creating content built around the talent that we have in-house, which, I mean, I think they're amazing and entertaining. And I'm like, I think other people will too, and it worked. So as a result of that, we've just built a whole other set of programming that's all personality-based, surrounding our people. And, uh, I mean, I want to say, not last year but the year before, which is when we started doing it, Our subscribership increased by like several hundred percent. We went from like, I don't know the exact numbers at the time, but I would say like 4 million to 11 million. I mean, it was like really substantial.
1: Wow. And
2: um, a lot of that we pinpoint as being a result of just being ourselves. Yeah. And being able to create new content. And it's only going to continue to grow because, like, people in my age group who are, like, on the cusp millennials or whatever are now really diving in online. No one watches TV when it's live, seldomly. So,
1: Did you feel like you could have played this real you in your 20s? I mean, I
2: think I could have. I think it would have been a different person. That's for sure. She would have had, like, 12 more of these clever cocktails (laughs) by now um, or maybe a few shots. But oh, I do that sometimes too. i so, mean, in. It's so <laughs> happens, Jocelyn. I was. At, oh, who am I? I was at Bungalow Shut until up. ten o'clock last night. What? I'm supposedly an adult. You I guys. Heard that was a, a Sunday fun day. It that's was a very great fun. singles place. I hear. It was very fun. It was very yeah. interesting. Um. But yeah, I think in my 20s it would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. I would have loved that opportunity. But it just at the time wasn't what I was doing. Wasn't what I was always getting hired for. Sometimes I would get hired to do shows because I did a lot of freelance work where I could infuse more personality, but being like a traditional reporter or host, you're taught to make it about your subject and not yourself. So it's kind of like breaking some of the habits I had been taught were so important in journalism. Um, and now I'm just like, I don't really know what I'm doing and who knows next week, the rules will be different. I love it. Start over. No. And I,
0: and I think that's what people really want to see. Like, especially with, like I mean, it's been going on for a while, but the surge of reality TV mm-hmm. and just being like a fly on the wall or just watching like people be real—I mean, that's when mm-hmm. it's not around anymore. That's like Vine. People got famous off of that, just like vlog basically vlogging and and just being. I mean, today I think I saw your Instagram story. You're like, we're looking for Szechuan
2: sauce. Have you guys heard about this? The no. Thing? What is oh it? Oh my gosh! So there's this show, Rick and Morty. I don't watch it. It's huge. Everyone's obsessed with like it. Like what kind of a show? Like, um, an, like I think it's an animated. Like I'm. An to get so much hate. I think it's an animated show. I'm pretty sure. Okay, and <laughs> there's some mention. It, it, is, it is. It is. Okay, okay thank you. Um, I'm like getting scared of the fan <laughs> boys and girls of the world. Um, and there's this like Szechuan sauce promotion that McDonald's was doing in conjunction with the show, but they like didn't provide enough sauce. <gasps> so like people are waiting in line at McDonald's to get a sauce, and they're having to call in. Like I think in one city, like helicopters were Shut called the in because people were like so out of hand. So today. We did oh what any responsible, you know, hard-hitting journalist would do. <laughs> and um, we found some on Craigslist. Amazing. And we made several calls. Can't you just go to the fucking store and get uh, it? Oh, no. They're not selling it. Oh, it's a ha- promotional thing only. We paid $125 for a packet of it. Jocelyn. Uh, yep. At our boss's encouragement. Okay. The president of our company. All right. Signed off on this. All right. Um, and met someone at, I think it was Century City Mall. Which, the by the way, flopped. the
1: exchange yeah. that mall is amazing. Felt Wait, very cool. Szechuan
2: yeah. sauce. Also,
0: do you guys remember um, in the '90s when like Mulan came out and mm-hmm. they were making Szechuan sauce for a Mulan thing? I think it's like a this
2: normal sort of condiment. This, but this already just... happened,
0: and now all of a sudden you guys are acting like fucking Szechuan sauce <laughs> is a new thing. P.S. Um,
1: Fireball is Goldschlager.
2: Oh, That's oh. very mind blowing. Wait for me. You guys, how <laughs> do the
1: Gold Schlager stole from my parents. Yes, it's like <laughs> oh look, there's God. gold yeah. flex,
0: and it tastes like cinnamon, yeah. and we would take shots of it. And now everyone's like fireball. I'm like, it's Gold Schlager without the gold, which <laughs> yes. is way less
2: cool. Like it's the same it thing. It is mind blowing. But everything from the 90s comes back, like it including totally Crushed does. Velvet. I have, a and crushed, yes,
0: I have a Crushed Velvet. All the good things. Yes, I have a Crushed Velvet tank top from Forever 21, and that I almost wore it tonight, but I wore this from Forever 21. And then Very then. cute. <laughs> a little off the shoulder action. I know. And I your leopard it. shoes are yeah. so cute. Um normal. you need to tell us about your okay, so you still do some like interview things yeah. and you just had like an interview with Shania Twain. Right, which
2: is why I bought these shoes. Are you guys best friends? No. Basically I mean I think we are. How all did that happen? her so we're best friends? Um yeah, so her team, she hasn't put on an album in fifteen years. Mm-hmm. She's clearly an icon. She's had so much going on. I was an M obsessed with her. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's the queen of leopard print. Anywho, so her album came out last week. It's called Now. It's number one everywhere. She, like, came out on the same day as Miley and Demi. I mean, blew everybody out of the water. She's Shania. Um, Because she's Shania. And um, her team reached out and was like, hey, you know, her album's coming out. They just, her label reached out and was just like, can you host a 30 minute live stream? Shut up. Shania. And who's. I was like, um, does anyone say no to that? You're I, like, I can't. That's amazing. Anything for her. And she was awesome and wonderful. And I was like, she's going to be one of those people who like smells really good. Yeah. You did know, she? yeah. Did she feel like a woman? So womanly. <laughs> oh did my gosh. Did she heels? Yeah. She did. She's like 5'4, right? Maybe. Oh, she's small. I don't know. She yeah. might be smaller than that. Even I'm, I'm not sure on her height, but she definitely had on heels. And I, she was small. She's just, but she's just. She's, like, Shania. But like yeah. She's, she's so gorgeous. Yes. And I love just, her. And just, like, really lovely. Because you never know. Like, they always say, like, don't meet your heroes. Is because, she your hero? I mean, now she is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I, you know, you're, like, afraid to meet your favorite celebs. Because yeah. what if they don't live up to these weird I know, expectations? Yeah, I
0: know.
2: But she's great. Um, I love that. And I love
0: that you did that interview. I saw some clips. Mm-hmm. And also, you do... So, in conjunction with that at Clever, you also do... Now, we were talking about going from the more, like, celeb stuff into the reality stuff. So, you guys do... Lunchy break.
2: Ugh, Explain lunchy what break. that is. To so that's everyone. the show I was kind of mentioning, where it's just a vlog show. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to call it Lunch Break, but another YouTube channel already had the rights to the name Lunch Break. So I was like, "That's mm-hmm. stupid. Like, who owns Lunch Break? That's yeah. like the world owns that. Yes. statement. So I I'm like that. dumb. Just add a Y and call it Lunchy. And break. it's cuter that and way then anyway. Stuck. And I'm like, this is the dumbest. L- the, like our CEO or president will be like talking about. Lunchy Break is a great show, and I'm just listening to people say it. It's yeah. so funny. Essentially, we just created it so that we could get free food for lunch. <laughs> and you things. try
0: different types of foods. Like I watched che- it today. Yeah, like yeah. a food
2: trend or something, right? Well, we have a show called Cheat Day, which oh, and is a that's lot Cheat more Day. structured, yeah. where we try like indulgent foods, food trends, like unicorn frappuccinos, mm-hmm. the most expensive hamburger in the world, that kind of stuff. Lunchy Break is literally just... It's a myriad of things. It's like sometimes we're going to Olive Garden and then sometimes we're going to Italy to hang out with Tom Hanks. Like it's kind Wait, of like I'm a sorry, travel. I'm sorry. Did you really do that? We really did that. And we did a lunchy break I with love Tom they just Hanks.
1: snuck that in there.
2: Yeah. So it's like a really, <laughs> that show really runs the gamut of like Holy. today we went to In-N-Out and then on another day we're like, I don't know, like I said, in going to hang out with Tom Hanks or something.
1: I am like across the board.
0: Why, how, and why? I ask myself
1: the same question. Do you think, are celebrities more accessible these days than they've ever been?
2: I think that they are because I think about like my teen self and it's because of social media. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I I agree. If they want to make themselves accessible. Um, The thought that I could have like tweeted Justin Timberlake as a teenager makes me freak out inside. You know, Justin Timberlake is my have, favorite. If I could have done that as a kid, I mean, can you imagine? I would have done yeah. I, I, I went to one's back.
0: I went to an unseen concert when I was like eighteen, and I, I went to like switched, all of them. I went to all of them too, and I wore a shirt that said "Lustin for Justin." Stop! I puff painted it myself. Oh
2: my god! No, I <laughs> actually wore a, a zebra velvet hat. Or crushed velvet. And me and my girlfriend's bedazzled teeth that spelt out insane. I mean, that sounds pretty fly. Crimped hair. The I whole
0: Oh, the whole nine. Yes. And I swear he looked made eye contact with me Stop. from the stage. And I thought... I was literally going to explode. Like, that was a real thing. So, could you, I could, that's what I'm saying. Could you imagine if you yeah. could communicate with them in some way? It exactly. Was like, no,
2: I wouldn't have been able to wrap my brain around mm-hmm. that. And they're just, I think, a lot more accessible. And now that's just a part of youth culture, yeah. our culture in general is being active on, I mean, my dad is like posting on Facebook <laughs> 80 times a day. Stop. Wow. No, he definitely is. So, that kind of <sighs> is just like an example of how infused yeah. it is into our culture. Totally. And, and I am into
0: it. other generations too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the old older generation is way more into like Facebook and for stuff. sure my mom still cannot figure out how to use Instagram I'm like it's way easier than just post the fucking photo mom <laughs> no like it's
2: not Facebook's that hard Facebook's where it's at for the mom but today. The, yeah. it's like
0: a, but at least they're there though they're in it and they're connected in some way
2: exactly they're yeah. like finding their old high school friends oh my god their junior high boyfriend posting a whatever. class reunion photos exactly yeah. and I love it I think it's great the only danger I think is like sometimes it's hard to balance, like, yeah. living your life online and then also living your real mm, life, yeah. you know?
0: And how do you feel about that now? Because you do, like, really open up your life. Mm-hmm. You were doing just, like, more celebrity interview things. Now you're, like, in it. Like, we see you in your house. We see you right. with your boyfriend sometimes. Yeah. Like, how do you... So you,
2: you're in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. But I always sort of... Sort of the thing that I uses a marker is that until like say I'm going through something in life, whatever that might be until I know what's going on in my life and I feel comfortable with it, whether it's a personal issue or whatever until I've worked through it myself, I would not post about it. That's just the way that I Mm -hmm. choose to like rule my emotions. I guess some people feel better working their stuff out very publicly for me. I don't feel like that's healthy for me. Right. Um, and like dating, I don't think I posted a photo of my boyfriend for like definitely over a year. Just because, How long have you guys been together? Um we met almost 2 years ago. Okay. So, I mean, and I don't think I post maybe even like more maybe even longer than a year I just because I wanted way. to have it for myself, Yeah, you know? I was the same way.
0: I like I I felt like I didn't want to post a photo of my boyfriend until like way into it. And also he has a daughter, so it was just like yeah, not so that I would worked. post photo, it's just like exactly. I don't want to like yeah. I don't care. I'm not trying to like claim him or make a statement or anything. Exactly. And I
2: think like you can share a lot and also not share everything. Yeah. That's the way I feel about it. You don't have to be like super closed off. And the boundaries like change all the time. Like maybe yeah. tomorrow I'll be like, oh, I want to put like my nudes out, which yeah. I don't have any nudes. But, but maybe if you tomorrow did, I'll have some. You maybe know? you could put on that crushed velvet zebra hat and take a few shots. Just go for it. I think so. <laughs> I
0: mean, why the fuck not? Okay. And how does he feel about like? Because he is not. Is he in the industry? No. So no. what does he do? Mm-hmm. What's the balance
2: for him? So he's worked in the past with like influencers and sort of has friends in, I guess, like celebrity or celebrity adjacent world. But he's and that's what's great is he's like, there's normal people out there. Not that I don't consider myself normal. What is normal? (laughs) I don't really know.
0: Still figuring that out. I I don't Uh, think of them. But he's
2: he's super supportive. And like my whole family's always been really supportive. But like the one thing I won't do is I have my sister's kids. I've very seldomly will post anything of them. That's the only thing that like freaks me out. Yeah. is like, I'm just like, Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. There's just so many weirdos in the world. I agree. how did you guys meet? We actually met through, so I was on amazing race, the show. Amazing yes. Race. Yeah. We need to talk about that. Uh-huh. Okay. We met through, um, the casting director, one of the casting directors on that show. Cause I'm all about like blind date. Yeah, like, yeah. Wait, really? Ooh. She just set us up because she was like, Oh, you guys, you know, have a lot in common and maybe you can work together. Um, and also like maybe you guys would be like good to date or whatever. So, so you went, did you go into it like no pressure, just thinking you're meeting some guy (gasps) that might be cool? I think I knew that she was trying to set me up with him. Okay. But you know. I would always go on blind dates. I I, think oh, like you, I totally did. You too. never know, like you never who you are going to meet, a friend or
0: have like an interesting story. But how blind are they really in this day and age? Like, didn't you know what he looked like? In all I of didn't. The actually, you didn't. I did that one time too. No,
2: because I always like. Oh gosh, it always freaks me out. Like. People can Google all of us, right? But I'm yeah. like if they Google me, they'll like see me like eating like twelve hot dogs and, and you're then, like ugh, t- doing like taking a shower with fifteen people at some weird spa or something and I'm like uh yeah. So I actually typically never Googled people before. Really? I went to a date. And were you- after the first date I would Google them to make sure like They didn't have like a secret second life or something. Right.
0: And so you would let the like natural meeting Yeah, because I
2: would always hope like people would do the same for me. Because if they would Google me, they'd be like, she's so weird. (laughs) Which (laughs) I might kind of like. Which Which is kind of okay. Which is kind of okay.
0: Were you ever on dating apps?
2: No, I never did a dating app. Really? But I did so many I just call it referrals. I like referrals. So like I went on a date once with my aunt's dentist. Stop. Um, and you
0: know your aunt went to the dentist and was like,
2: Oh my god, literally. you have to meet my niece yeah. Johnson And she's <laughs> like, from New York, I don't and know why. Every and I I would I would just I met so many cool people, so many interesting stories, but I never did dating apps. But my sister met her husband on eHarmony. Oh, so, Yes. That. And I think that's one of the best ones cuz she did like all of them and we were yep. roommates, lived together forever, so I would always get like the stories from her. Um it's like a marital commitment just filling out that dating we app in general.
0: Talked about that. Uh-huh. So if someone
2: is committed to filling out that form they're committed to a relationship before I, you even meet them. That's what people say about yeah. that. And, that and yeah, that one and there's yeah. that one. And you have to pay, and it's like not five dollars. It's more expensive. <laughs> it's more than the
0: Szechuan sauce you bought.
2: <laughs> I don't know if it's more than that. that <laughs> no, one, it's, it's not. not. one hundred and twenty-five dollars for like a packet, like a ketchup size packet. Was it good? We haven't tried it yet. What? That's what's happening. Tomorrow. What are you gonna? We're do? all gonna like take one tiny. Drop of it. Like straight? It. Or
0: are you gonna dip something like an egg roll in I it or no something? I have no idea.
2: Supposedly it tastes like a combination of teriyaki and, and sweet ketchup and or something? No,
1: it's, oh maybe. I honestly I don't know. Maybe. Have you had it? If only if I was a cook, this would be, like, the perfect time to start making my own recipe and selling you, it. You so to, like, bank on Szechuan yeah. sauce. Yeah.
2: It's like,
0: side hustle. I have not tried it. Side hustle. <laughs> Real hustle. <laughs> you guys need to, like, task grab some Szechuan sauce or something. Um, okay, so we like that your boyfriend's, like, into your thing and lets you live your life and do the things. Yeah. And you met him so organically. We're totally into that. We yep. talk about dating apps a lot on the show, but we, like, also there's only so much, we think they're great because they connect people, but they also kind of keep, they disconnect you a little bit too because it's so Mm -hmm. hard to get off that. Yeah. And Christina does a lot of work trying to connect people too. Well, let's
1: also say, she met him organically, but I love that she uses like, it was a referral. Yeah, she was active. Like she was putting herself, you know, in mm -hmm. places where she had the potential to meet him. And open and honest, like
2: there was many years when I was like, I'm just working. That's like what I want to do. That was my priority. And then at a certain point in life, I was like, I think it was, it was actually, I was very, um, open and intentional about it. I was like, I've worked so hard for so long, so many years. Um, I've like, I'm starting to meet these goals I've had for myself for a long time. 2016 is the year I'm going to get a life. And I would tell everyone around me, I'm getting a mm. life this year. I'm getting a life. I'm, I'm getting I'm saying, a life. Yeah. Mm. And I, and I kind of did. I, I mean, I thought I always had a life. Like I loved my yeah. life always. I have a great family and so many like blessings in my life, but I was like, oh, there's more to life. There's even more to life. So it was a good year. It was really good. I love that.
1: Yeah. I was just, was it the relationship at the beginning? Was it just like, did it just flow? Or did you guys have Oh, to for like, my year, you mean? No, I mean, with, with, I'm, oh, I'm back to the no, relationship. No, I'm like, no. I'm also not a person who like
2: jumps into anything. Like, I'm going to like try on things and then buy them on Amazon. Are like, you a Libra? When's your birthday? No, I'm a Taurus. What's oh that? I don't know Taurus. what that is. I, it, I don't really know that much. No, but like bowl, when? I a like I'm yeah. stubborn or something. Okay, but when's your birthday? April 25th.
0: Oh, I think my boyfriend's a Taurus. Ooh. He's May 13th.
2: Yeah, he might be. Yeah, that's Taurus. I think I'm like yep. at the beginning or yeah, whatever. Yeah, on the
0: cusp or yeah. whatever the fuck all that means.
2: So I don't jump into anything. So I was like he a very. did not be, jump get, into anything. Get get to be friends, you know? Yeah. I'm like, no, but I think that's, that's good, don't thinking.
0: you think? Like, I, I always think that anything extreme is a red flag. But everyone's
2: different too. Like my sister who met her husband on eHarmony on the first date was like, I think this is great. Like, is the feeling mutual? And he's like, we just met three weeks ago. <laughs> you're psychotic. <laughs> and now
0: they're married. Did. So it is. Hey, amazing. So you never know? out there. But yeah. I also
2: feel like you have to be
0: realistic. Like, everybody is different. Everyone's and different. although you want to meet somebody that's compatible with you, like, you're also not going to be always on the same exact path no. and the same exact time frame as that mm-hmm. person either. It's all about kind of adjusting and understanding mm-hmm. and not taking things personally. Even though it's a very delicate situation, you get really, like, vulnerable and scared. Like, but did but what did that mean? or whatever, like as long as you can kind of like move through those things together, Mm -hmm. I think it ends up working.
2: If you were like timing is so important because sometimes people are just at different places in life or wanting different things that maybe the other person wants in 10 years or wanted 10 years ago. And so there's just like so many factors. Yeah. But I think if you're just honest about like, this is the year I want to do this or you put it out there, the week I want to do this, or this is my goal and like share it with the people around you. Who knows? Someone might hear you say something and be like, actually, I want to introduce you to my friend or I have this business contact I want to hook you up with or whatever. Say it and out just loud. Make it happen. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really big lesson I've learned just in general. Because yeah. people, I think, in general, I think people are good and they want to help each other and yeah. you know, in whatever big and small ways they can, but they don't know how to if you don't like tell them what's up so mm-hmm. yeah throw you it never, out you never know even- so i want a chanel bag if anyone has one they <laughs> want to give me thank you thank you so much oh my god i love it so
0: much okay so we are gonna play a quick game with you because we know you've got okay. some knowledge on celebrities oh and you know and also clever tv is like the source for like culture entertainment celebrity news interviews and you also like you know, being real and keeping it real. And like you like reality TV, you guys talk about reality mm-hmm. TV and the reality TV stars. So we are going to compare popular characters from the iconic, like 50s show, Leave it to Beaver, Oh my gosh. to the reality TV stars of today. Okay. Okay. So we are going to ask you. Which person is the Eddie Haskell? Like, you know Eddie Haskell's character, right? I don't
2: know. Like, just in general? He
0: was like... Okay, all... I know who Eddie is. He's the neighbor. He's the neighbor that, like, is like, Oh, nice dress, Mrs. Cleaver. And then would, like, close the door and, like do something bad. Yes. Okay, so we're going to pick two characters from, like, a popular reality TV. Which one's the Eddie Haskell and which one's the Beeb? Okay,
1: okay, okay. Okay, all
0: right. Are you ready? Yes. And, oh, this is our game, and it's called Leave It to Clever. Oh, cute! <laughs> I mean, so fun. I'm just, like, it's amazing. Okay, <laughs> Tamara Judge and Vicki Gumbleson from The Real Housewives of Orange County. Who's oh the Beeb and who's Eddie Haskell? Who's, like, the fucking... I mean, I
2: guess, like, Vicky is, like, is the beeve i guess like doesn't she think she is she
0: so you she, think she's the one that's just like so the beeve is more I don't like i know
2: she's so much drama and i don't even i can't even watch that much but oc how i know it's I've hard to more. watch she feels psycho the
0: beeve is like super like he just wants to have fun but he like learns a lesson okay
2: then it's got to be Tamara then she's
0: the beef and he, i and think so vicky is eddie haskell yeah i agree
2: i i but that show stresses me out i have to like stick with like southern charm because they're i like them okay
1: okay i really all do. right
0: okay why don't you throw one out there pick anyone christina you guys
1: are so much better at this i consume no media but <laughs> but that's fine I'm, I'm, just throw I'm one gonna, out there i'm gonna throw out um um can i do bethany frankel oh yeah bethany yeah.
0: frankel And Ramona Singer.
2: There we go. Who's the beeve? Okay, Ramona's definitely the beeve for sure. Yeah, Yeah. And Bethany is definitely the Eddie Haskell. Yeah,
0: because she's kind of like she's like she like has a scheme all the time.
2: I don't know. It's again. It's just super super dramatic. It's it's just so that show is so dramatic. It does stress me me out. They want to live in peace, but I got to give a major shout out to Bethany. She took like I want to say she donated like ten million dollars to the Puerto Rico Mm -hmm. relief. Effort. A lot of people are coming through to that uh, for I that. And awesome. I love that.
0: Okay, we're going to do two more. I'm going to pick. Okay, I'm bringing it back. John Goslin and Kate Goslin from John and Kate Plus Eight.
2: Uh, oh my gosh, John. Poor John. Well, whatever. Poor nobody. But um, I think he's the beeve. Yeah, and she's definitely. for sure Eddie Haskell. Gosh, it's just. That's- with the backwards so with the backwards all mold. of the yeah. whole
1: situation the whole situation okay one Ugh. more
0: christina pick one more just pick
1: oh i'm going to i'm going to do kardashian yes mm. i'm going to go with um let's go courtney and, and kim yeah oh i actually just met all of them recently. you did and
0: Ooh. i
2: love all of them so i'm going to have to say you could even of, do listen don't, don't forget like, a chris and bruce jenner too oh, oh all of them Who's, okay well with chris and Caitlyn, i i do think that chris is definitely the beef and after this book situation, Caitlin's do, doing them wrong. I agree. I'm going to say that she's the Eddie Haskell. I think so. That's I what think I'm that's it. That's what, yep. that's what I would
0: have said. That's what I would have said. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming Thanks in. Thanks for having Remind me. Remind everyone where they can find you and all of your things at Clever. What's up for Clever yeah. TV? What's up next?
2: Yeah. So you can check out Clever. We have five YouTube channels on YouTube. C-L-E-V-V-E-R. You can just follow me at Jocelyn Davis on any social media if you want to be totally overwhelmed by Whatever weird thing I'm doing. All the
0: social needs. And where can everyone find you, Christina?
1: You can find me uh, Instagram Christina Weber One B uh, Underground Unattached. You can see all of our experiences that we have lined up in New York City and Los Angeles.
0: That's amazing, and you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the socials. And don't forget to tune in next week. We have a brand new day and time, you guys. Monday nights, eight to nine. Jen will be back, and we will be joined by our guests Anna Ochoa and Alexa Outerbridge of Axel Swim. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Complicated Show. And we will see you guys next week. Love you long time. Bye. Bye. From executive producer...